Hello and welcome to Sonographers Spill the Tea, where we're here to discuss all things ultrasound, particularly safety in sonography and cap the caseload. We're here to uplift, educate, and foster a community of wellness and realness in ultrasound. And you'll get no shortage of real talk from me, your host, Joanna Hall. Disclaimer, real talk can get explicit at times, so this podcast may not always be suitable for tiny human ears. Now, let's get into this week's Tea in Sonography. Welcome to this episode of Sonographer Spill the Tea. We have an amazing team Sano member who is working in her own right to uplift safety in sonography, educate students, empower students. I can't wait for you guys to be able to hear her and and hear what she has to say this morning. Now, we're doing something a little bit different for 2022 uh, based on popular demand. I heard I have a lot of facial expressions and that y'all want to see them. So I'm going to go ahead and do this stuff on the YouTube now, but I'm also going to go ahead and put it on uh, our podcast as well so that you guys on Apple and iTunes and Spotify and all those different places where you just want to kick it in your car and listen, we're not going to take that away from you. Um, But this morning, I have the absolute pleasure to introduce Danielle Brown. Um, She has a couple of different credentials as an RDMS. I believe it was four of them. So I'm just going to go ahead and pass the floor to you so that you can let Team Sano know who you are, how amazing you are, and some of the work that you do that we're going to be chatting about this morning. Thank you. Thanks so much for having me this morning. Um, My name is Danielle. Um, I am a sonographer from Maine. Um, I've been a sonographer since um, 2011. So doing the math now, it's, you know, feels like forever ago. (laughs) Uh, 10-year mark. I know. It's crazy. I started um, doing general ultrasound and then I moved kind of to the high risk OB world um, and did a lot of, you know, clinical, clinical ultrasound. Um, And then I've recently moved into um, a teaching role, um, which has been great. Um, And oh my God, I'm so sorry, my cat. (laughs) He like broke into the room. I locked my animals out, but they're all human. They all jumped out of my uterus, so I just don't. Oh my god. I'm sorry. <laughs> um so I yeah, I started um teaching so at the Maine College of Health Professions in Lewiston, Maine. Um we started our diagnostic medical sonography program in 2019. Um so I was um Yeah, yeah. So I was um, lucky enough um, and, you know, thankful enough that they had asked me to help build the curriculum. Um, Yeah. And um, from there, I was an adjunct instructor. I did mostly the OBGYN, um, you know, teaching um, in class and in lab. Um, And recently, I just got hired as uh, full-time faculty. Um, so I am there now full time, which is so exciting. I'm so happy to be there. Um, and yeah, (laughs) um, and you know, ergonomics are just so important to me, you know, working in, you know, the field for so long, especially in a, you know, high risk OB environment where, you know, 
you know, ultrasound is suction is just way over, right? We at least yes. 90 degrees, but lots of reach, definitely over 30 centimeters. So it, it looked like you were your credentialed in fetal echo too. Is that correct? Yes, yes. So you have that perspective that not too many sonographers have of having to work below 30 degrees and degrees in repetition a lot because yes. it's very wrist heavy, just kind of stays in that spot. Not a lot of over 30 degree abduction, but a lot of overuse. Um, whereas MFM is very much overreaching, trying to like, oh my God. Um, yep. so I think that that's really valuable that you have that perspective and that mindfulness on ergonomics from a couple of different specialties because it can affect sonographers a little bit different. So tell me how you've woven that expertise into your curriculum over at the Maine College of Healthcare Professionals. Yeah, so um, at MCHP, um, you know, we value injury prevention, um, you know, as, yes, I know, right? You know, it's, it's woven into every aspect of what we do in our DMS program. Um, you know, we have built it into the curriculum. So, you know, as you know, I'm lecturing in the middle of my lecture, we have ergo breaks. Um, so, you know, we'll either have a stretch or, you know, maybe we'll walk around the school or um, we'll meditate. Um, we've even like, I've even had the students, you know, practice strengthening with like their water bottles. <laughs> All up in my content, haven't you, girl? You know exactly <laughs> what you and love, which is that stretching and that strengthening and move your body and get your blood flowing and, and hydrate. Sometimes yes. really simple in between things that we're not doing that can make such a difference in our ergonomics and our body mechanics or our ergo mechanics. Yes, right. <laughs> um, yeah, so that, I mean, that's great, you know, not only for, you know, when you're sitting in class, you know, it's, you know, static postures, you know, it's similar, similar idea, you know, getting the blood pumping and, you know, getting there. um, uh, blood, you know, back to their brains, really, and, you know, back to, you know, focusing on the content, um, and also learning, you know, those prevention strategies at the same time. Um, we have, in our ultrasound lab, we have um, a section for ergo equipment. Um, so we have, you know, the, you know, the standards, you know, Theracane, foam roller, massage balls, yoga straps, um, uh, stuff I've got behind me over here. Yes. <laughs> I can't even live without this stuff, girl. Like I wake up, <laughs> I wake up and warm all of my soft tissue. Now I'm not going to say that I could be running and exercising when I wake up. Cause that would be a bold faced lie. Um, <laughs> but what I do is like, come hella high water. I make sure that I warm everything up. And if I can run, that's great. But if not, girl, I'm just in this, you know, shower. Sorry if that's TMI for y'all. Just getting warm water on everything. Mm -hmm. And then we're friends. Yes. I, I, <laughs> I know. The stick, the, the massage. Well, I keep everything by me because I, it's like, I almost live by this stuff now in order to keep my body going. And it's mm -hmm. just incredible the the toll that sonography and scanning can take on you. But on the flip side, just in the in the life that we live, technology with our phones all over here, there's so much, you know, 
forward migration and anterior dislocation and instability just from posture, just from sitting, you know? So uh, I love that you've taken it, you know, not just in that scanning place with sonography, but really truly you're sitting down in class. You still need to get up and move yourself. So that's creating such a, such great dynamic behavior and cognitive effort from the beginning, which I love that you guys yes. are doing that. Yeah. Muscle memory, you know, if you do it now, then you'll do it for your career. And, you know, you know, ultrasound has such a, you know, obviously a high rate of injury, but, you know, if we can prevent that from happening and learn the practices, you know, necessary to, to help, you know, prevent all of that, then, you know, it's, it's, it's really, it's really um, important, obviously, as you know, <laughs> it's life-changing. Can you imagine now, have you suffered an injury at all or have been symptomatic? Okay. So then, and I would imagine the answer is yes, just based on your credentials, but I don't want yes. to <laughs> But I would imagine that you understand that deep impact of how feeling symptomatic in this industry cannot just affect your quality of care for the patient and, and you scanning and, and, and just your professional life, but your personal life, it's not like the pain is, it stops at the hospital or it stops over there. You come home to that. You have to cook dinner to that. You have to take care of your kids to that. You have to take care of the cat to that. So it's truly transformative when we can get that education and empowerment to the students from jump because they hear things that drive me crazy. Like make sure that you have enough, you know, ibuprofen on you or push, 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 push. Oh, you have to push, 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 push. Oh, you know, decide now if you want your ibuprofen uh, crushed or like, like the really, oh my gosh, that I've heard it. I'm like, you guys are setting them their mindset up for failure from the beginning. Yeah, you know? that's awful. <laughs> it, it really is. But I think a lot of it has to do with wanting to be valuable in the field, right? Nobody wants to be the diva. Nobody wants no. to be the complainer. But at the end of the day, there has to be a reckoning for what it is that sonographers are actually doing and, and bring that awareness. Um, and one of the way you guys are raising awareness is through this newsletter that you have um, called Echo Ergonomics or Ergo for Echo. Can you clarify that? Yeah, <laughs> the ergonomic echo. Yes, I yeah. you're about the ergonomic echo. <laughs> yeah, so the ergonomic echo um, is a newsletter that I started actually in 2016. So it's been around for a while um, and it's just a short, you know, one to two page newsletter for sonographers and, you know, ultrasound students that, um, you know, highlights something, you know, as simple as, you know, how can you stretch in between patients? You know, how can you stretch in between scanning, you know, a schedule of 15, 16 patients a day? Or, you know, maybe it's about, you know, what kind of supplements can you take that can help reduce inflammation? Or, you know, just simple stuff like that. Um, that's not a long, you know, complicated read or anything um, that someone can read in their email, you know, as they're scrolling through um, during the day. Um, and the idea behind it was just to, you know, spread it to as many people as I can to help, you know, spread awareness of, um, 
you know, staying safe in our career. Um, and, you know, now that I'm at the main college of health professions and it's such a supportive environment with, you know, ergonomics, um, you know, ergocentric, um, practices, um, you know, it's, um, really great that we're able to kind of disperse this throughout the state, um, and, you know, beyond really, um, it's really great. <laughs> Where can folks sign up for that newsletter or find it? I would love to perpetuate it as well. You let me know. I'll put it on the learning platform. I'll put it on the IG, on the all, all the stuffs. Um, yeah. I tell I learned about it. You tagged me in that. You're like, I know you're feeling this and I'm over here all <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. Um, get everybody else excited to find your, your, your newsletter. Yeah. So, um, one of the ways um, that you can find it is on the Maine Sonographers Association Facebook page. Um, anyone can go and, and look at it there. Um, I will, I post it uh, there when it is, um, when it comes out. Um, and then, you know, if anyone wants to receive it specifically, um, you know, I can always, yes, I can always email it. <laughs> um, yeah. Or, you know, um, provide um, a link for it. <laughs> awesome. I absolutely love it. I think it's I think it's such a great piece of content. And you mentioned um, the Maine Sonographers Association, right? The MSA, which is another great organization that you're a part of. Girl, you out here in the sonography streets. I'm not even <laughs> mad at you. Uh, tell me a little bit about that organization and your role in it. Yeah, so the Maine Sonographers Association is our, you know, state chapter of, you know, sonographers coming together to, you know, learn and support one another. Um, we um, have, you know, a really good kind of community um, on social media. Um, it's been really important, obviously, through the pandemic, because we haven't really been able to meet um, in person. Um, and, you know, having that kind of connection um, and sharing, you know, ergo stuff and cool cases and all of that stuff via social media um, has been really important. Um, I run the social media pages for the MSA, so the Facebook, the Instagram, um, and then our president, Ryan Saucier, um, is, you know, super supportive and, you know, allowing me to post whatever, you know, i I like, so that's why we have a lot of ergo stuff on our page. <laughs> Nothing better than having someone in leadership support you know, what it is that you do, even, you know, take the extracurricular out, if you will. And when you have like a supervisor or an admin or a director who has scanned, who's been in ultrasound, those are my favorite departments to work in, my favorite organizations, because it's, you can't beat somebody who gets it, you know, or says, mm -hmm. I, I understand that you have this expertise in this area and, and we're going to just uplift you and support you in it. So how awesome is that in Maine that you guys have a president of this association for sonography that just supports what it is that you're doing to uplift sonographers and isn't like, well, what's that? Send it to me. I have to pre-approve it. This isn't going to work. That's politically incorrect. You might want to redo that. He's like, go on with your bad self and be amazing. And those are my favorite presidents. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like every, you know, I'm very lucky to be around, you know, every, 
you know, professional in my life that is so supportive of ultrasound ergonomics at the college and the, you know, MSA. Um, and it's just, it's very encouraging um, that we can, you know, get this to the students and not have any, hopefully anyone be in places like we are with injuries or anything like that. It's just very, um, you know, it makes me very happy. <laughs> so I have to tell you anytime, um, cause we have the ergo mechanics class. And so folks go through that class and, and girl, we have students who are students. We have newbie sonographers, veteran sonographers, technical directors, lab directors. I mean, I've had everybody go through that class and, and when I get the results on what they thought of it, on the content that they got, it's so humbling because they are now very aware of their bodies and, and the things that they were not subconsciously aware of, like we weren't, you know, in sonography. Um, and I'm not sure about Maine, but y'all in the Northeast region where I'm cut from. So I imagine y'all gun ho just like I am. Um, but that's what sonographers do. We're real like, go, 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 go. That's what it takes to get into the program. That's what it takes to graduate from the program. That's what it takes to be a sonographer and a healthcare provider. So it's that exact same enthusiasm um, that gets us hurt because we're like, I got this. And then, you know, a year later, you're like, I don't think I got this. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and, and then that is what winds up being perpetuated and you feel it and it keeps going and going until you get to a place like, well, damn, what is the shelf life of my career? You know, it used to be 20 years. Now sonography is down to seven years. If you have a business, you need a website. What's the best way to get a website up and running? Choose a website hosting company that makes it simple like Pear Networks. Pear has over 20 years of experience managing the entire digital ecosystem for thousands of online businesses all around the world. Pear makes it easy for you with do-it-yourself website building tools and features, including simple drag and drop page design. And they have guaranteed US-based support technicians ready to help you whenever you need it, 24 seven, 365. Right now, when you sign up with Pear Networks, You'll receive one free month of web hosting. See for yourself how easy it is to build your website for free. Visit pair.com slash free to get your first month of website hosting for free by using the code QUICKSTART. That's pair.com slash free promo code QUICKSTART to get started today. Wow. Of a shelf life. Yes. So you're it's symptomatic and like one you start and like start seeking other professional help around that three to five mark and by seven years it seems to be that's when they're like okay where can i go to applications where can i get into academia i can't be bedside you know or if i can it surely isn't going to be 40 hours a week you know maybe i could do prn over here and a shift over there but they lose the ability to have a 40 hour steady work week. Um, and so that's something that um, is very important to us to be able to extend that shelf life, reduce um, 
incidences of symptoms. And so when we see people go through the ergo mechanics course, we get very excited at their reaction. Um, same thing with soft tissue recovery. We'll do like these 20, 30 minute quick lessons with folks where we just get up and we teach you about your sonographer shoulder, what you can do you know, either between your patients in the beginning of your day, at the end of the day, to really get your body and your mind, all of it, right? Because we're human. We're made up of three parts, mind, body, spirit. How do we optimize all of them? You know, because the body's going to break down. The mind, especially the last two years, has been going through a lot of things. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the spirit is just the breath of life, you know, and, and we forget to breathe. It's really amazing how you can just not have the awareness to actively take a (laughs) breath. You know what I mean? So I love that you guys have that awareness as well to create opportunities for the students to learn throughout your curriculum um, this really important space of sonography that is not uh not as prevalent as I wish it was in all curriculum you know uh the cool thing is though now that everybody's doing this blended learning thing um there's more content and more resources available for colleges to say hey listen we can't just do this paragraph you know in the book that talks about ergonomics we need a whole comprehensive course so that these students are trained properly. Mm-hmm. Um, so is there any other space for either MCA or MCHP to expand what it is that they're doing for the ergonomics and the biomechanics of their students? Yeah, so, um, you know, we have, um, you know, had some people from our clinical site. So when the students go to their, you know, their clinical, um, they have, um, you know, ergo responsibilities there as well. So yeah, so they, they have to journal weekly and they have to attest that they've participated in proper ergonomics, you know, that week. (laughs) Zoom high five. (laughs) And then, um, you know, as a comp- as competencies go, you know, in ultrasound school, you know, you're comping on abdomens and pelvics and all of that. They also have to comp every semester on ergonomics. <laughs> so exciting. I'm yeah. so I'm so sorry, but I love <laughs> hearing those things. No, yeah. Um, it's it's really it is really exciting um, that we've been able to implement all this. Um, but it's, I think, brought awareness to the clinical sites, you know, to those sonographers who've been in the field for 25, 30 years and have been like, oh, you know, I, you know, I don't, I haven't paid, I haven't paid attention to this, you know, before. And we've had feedback from, you know, some of the sonographers saying, you know, oh, you know, your students have taught us, you know, stuff about ergo. Yeah. I'm sorry. I'm going to just dance while you do that. It's obvious you guys have set yourselves apart with the education that you're giving your students. And all I could do is dance about it while you talk. (laughs) Yeah. So it's been, it's just been really exciting and, and, you know, very uplifting. And um, we're just hoping to, you know, just, you know, spread more awareness is really what we're hoping to do. And just kind of, you know, um, remind everyone that you can be safe, 
you know, an ultrasound, um, you know, as long as you have, you know, the right tools, the right support, um, and, you know, all of, all of um, that kind of toolkit to kind of back you up. <laughs> And, and it sounds like that's exactly what it is that you're not only working towards, but accomplishing, Danielle, is, is providing <laughs> that information and that, that education and that awareness. I am like obsessed that you brought it into the clinical setting. I'm just like, you know, th this is one of the things I do. I try to come over here and, and even when I'm on here, I'm STRing while I'm with you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, you, you literally were so bold and put it in a see mm -mm. <laughs> I, love it. I love I love everything that you guys are doing um everyone else listening to my voice this morning or now you actually get to see my face hey hey um make sure that you check out the main sonographers association and all of the amazing content that they're putting out and sign up for the echo newsletter um I'm gonna be signing up you already saw my excitement <laughs> level I can't hide it um and MCHP if there are any sonographers or folks who are thinking about getting into this industry, you can clearly see and hear that this is an organization that is going to embrace you, not just to train you on how to take care of patients, but is also going to weave into you through their curriculum and content that you also matter, that you have to stay safe because you cannot effectively take care of another human being if you're not cognitively aware of what's going on in your own body, in your own mind. Um, so I want to thank you for being with us this morning, Danielle, and sharing all of this great information and spilling all of this ergo and sonography. It's been such a pleasure to see you and speak with you and learn from you. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. It's been great. I could talk about this all day. <laughs> you know what? Then our episodes get more than 30 minutes and people are like, I don't know. <laughs> right? <laughs> we'll wrap up the episode and then you and I can shoot the shit for just a couple of more minutes. But I just want to cheers to you with my coffee. <laughs> my water. <laughs> that works. That's even better. Right? You're hydrating. You want that STR life. Cheers to you. Cheers. Cheers to safety and sonography. And we'll see you guys on the next episode of Sonographers Spill the Tea. Bye. Bye. <laughs> Thanks for listening to this week's episode of Sonographers Spill the Tea. If you want to continue to get all of the tea in sonography, make sure that you join us on all the social platforms. Go ahead, like, comment, and subscribe to wherever you're listening to this podcast from. And visit us on our website, ultrasafeultrasounds.com, where if you're needing any services in sonography, such as staffing or safety, I'm your girl. I'll see you guys next time on another episode of Sonographers Spill the Tea.